Hello, all my purple people out there. Welcome to the Purple Factor Podcast. You deserve to be whole, mentally, financially, and professionally. And my goal is to help you get as close as possible. My name is Adriana. Some of you might know me from Instagram or YouTube as the Purple Fashionista. And in this weekly podcast, I hope I can serve you with a dose of being you unapologetically, business talk, and topics on plain old being black with the hint of finances and mommy life. It's time to dig deep so that you can find the purple factor. It's not only a spiritual journey, but it's a mental moment, financial liberty, and taking back you wrapped in one. The ride is crazy and it'll have you in tears, but I promise it's worth it. We all deserve the purple factor, so tune in. So I'm super excited to talk about today's topic because it is very, very, very important. Um, and I think that when we're talking about it, especially as black and brown people um, in general, I'm not going to single out just black and brown women, but black and brown people, I think as a whole, the community is going through a lot in terms of our mental health. So today's Purple Factor topic is going to be self-care. It's important that we talk about self-care because without being able to care for yourself, how are you going to be able to care for those around you, do your job every day? I'm a mom, so when it comes to taking care of my son or my dog or household things, my um, mental health is extremely, extremely, extremely important to me. So that's the reason why it was going to be my first topic in my podcast. I'm just excited because um, I've always wanted to do this, start a podcast, and at first I just wanted somebody to do it with me, but um, that person is coming down the road. Somebody will join um, the Purple Factor uh, cast or group or how you, what do you call that in a podcast? Who the hell knows, right? Whatever. Um, but the, somebody will join and then we'll be okay. And there are also going to be guests so that I'm really not, I'm not worried about it either way. So if I'm not, if I'm going to do it primarily by myself, at least I have some guests that are going to be doing it with me um, soon. But anyway, on the topic of self-care, I don't know if any of you, um, I'm sure, pretty sure everybody knows. Naomi Osaka recently declined competing or refused to compete. I don't say refused to compete. That's kind of weird. But did not compete due to her mental health. And when I tell you right now, it is going to be... Uh, just so much because mm, I'm giving her all the applause okay <laughs> because it's important it's important for us to understand our mental health so that we know our breaking point and whether or not she met that breaking point or knew that that was coming or was just trying to avoid feeling down altogether I wholeheartedly support it um but anyway um as a mom Mental health is extremely important. Um, and I, my mental health journey started probably about, my son is nine, so probably around when he was born. Um, I went through a lot uh, emotionally, mentally, just through my pregnancy and after the pregnancy, and a, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot mentally because I was a single parent. I was a single parent from, like, day one. And so and there was never a time when there was somebody else um, to help me. I think I've told a lot of my friends this, but I spent a lot of my pregnancy not really depressed, 
but just not really embracing being pregnant either. Uh, it was a great pregnancy, so there was nothing wrong with the pregnancy itself. It just was being pregnant and lonely, pregnant, and then, you know, you know what married couples do or what your idea of what married couples do during pregnancy. And so it just was a lot mentally. So that when my son was born, and I still was a single parent, and now I'm a single parent, and I have this other human being who screams and shouts and is hungry and is this and is that, and who really doesn't care about my mental health. <laughs> not that he has to, but he's also not really, it's not his top priority. His priority is eating. His priority is getting his diaper changed, you know, at the time. And so that was when I started to really focus on my mental health and being able to really be able to take care of him. Um, a month or two ago, for I'm a teacher, so before school let out, um, one of my colleagues was in my classroom talking, and she said, you seem like the type of person that life has just spoiled you. And I'm like, where do you even get that from? As she says, it's because of my disposition, how I view life, that my personality is always so bubbly, it's larger than life, whatever the case may be. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I value my mental health a lot. And so anything that compromises that, anything that gets in the way of that, um, it's a no for me. Um, I just, I really am that serious about my mental health. I do not play about just caring for myself in general. So I appreciate the compliment because that's what it was. <laughs> because life has not been easy. Um, but who, how many people really can say life is easy for them? And so I think at the, at the bare minimum, I'm glad I make it look good, you know, <laughs> even though all the time it is not good. I go to therapy or I write. Um, I have my breakdown moments. I have days where I sit and cry. I have all of that. Um, but I'm glad on the outside maybe it's for good appearances. I think I do well mentally because I do not deal with a lot of stuff stress-wise. I don't put up with a lot of stuff that's going to impact my mental. It's just that important to me. So if anything, anybody, situation stresses me, I will not. Um, I had a boss one time tell me, you can't just pick up and leave a job because you hate it. Watch me, because that's exactly what I do. If I don't like it, <laughs> I am not saying. If it plays with my mental health, I won't be there. I will find somewhere else to go. I do have bills to pay. Um, but as far as staying somewhere where I know that my mental health has been compromised, I'm not serving, I'm not doing what I like, or not, I'm not doing what I love, or at minimum something I like, then I got to get back. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to talk about self-care. I have a couple of tools um, or a couple of things that help me be able to be better mentally, be able to prepare for my day be able to look at the world in such a positive outlook when sometimes it is downright shitty. Um, and we all know what I'm talking about when I say downright shitty. <laughs> um, so the first step is, first of all, did you brush your teeth? Did you make your bed up? Did you fluff them pillows? You know what I'm saying? When I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I want to do is make my bed. Now, I was not always a champion of making beds. When I became a mom, I'm not going to lie, I was a single mom working full time. 
making my bed was like the last thing that was on my mind. <laughs> Literally, we have to get up. I had to get me and a, and a baby ready for work sometimes. And I got to be at work at 7.30. We wake it up at 6. I don't have time to make no bed up, okay? <laughs> it's not getting made. <laughs> but now, I understand that like now to me, it's more of a completion thing. If it's the first thing that I get done in the morning, I have done my job, right? I have done the first thing that's on my list gets checked off. That's, that's making my bed up, putting my pillows back in place, placing the little decorative pillows on the bed, um, smoothing out the covers, and then, you know, going to brush my teeth, my morning routine. Um, I do have, I'm on medication that I take in the morning. So I drink my water, take my medicine, the whole routine. I meditate in the morning. Um, Lavender on YouTube has a wonderful five-minute meditation routine that I find absolutely adorable. I think it's the, the best thing that ever happened to me, and I have been doing it. And I can't say that I do it every day, but on most days, I'm probably doing it. If it, I, I wake up, I'm a teacher, so if we're not in school, but I wake up, and it's a morning where I wake up and I go back to bed sometimes, and I don't get out of bed till 10, then I'm, I might not do it then, but if I wake up more fresh 7 a.m. like I normally do, then I'm typically listening to um, or watching her YouTube channel. Really, it's just listening because I just close my eyes and I meditate, and she does some affirmations, tell me about positive energy, positive vibe. Starting your day off on a positive note is very, very important. I have found that when I'm not like if I don't do this routine and maybe I'm having a shitty day, I have to take my five minutes um, to do my meditation. I've literally been in the parking lot um, at a restaurant and done my five minutes. That's how serious I am. And I felt so much better when it was done because I didn't do it that morning. And then the morning really didn't start off that great. And then by like 12 or 1 o'clock, I think I was, I was just done. I was done with the day was agitated just frustrated and I needed my five minutes so um did you do your more do you have a morning routine if you don't have a morning routine find one I'm gonna tell you mine is get up make my bed I will meditate um I will take my medication drink my water then I will brush my teeth um I may put on a wig shout out to headband wigs by the way but I will put on a wig or if my hair is done, I'll take my hair out of whatever bonnet or casing that it's in for that night. And then I just go, just do it, All right? I, it just, it's important that I, that I check that list off. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even been up 30 minutes, but there's this, my routine is done. My morning routine is complete. And so it's super, super important <laughs> that I commit to and stay with my morning routine. Now, some of the things on the morning routine don't get done every day. Um, like this morning, I did hop up my bed, but I didn't hop up my bed like 10, 11 o'clock today. So I didn't make up my bed and I didn't do my meditation. But, you, you know, you still brush your teeth and you still take your medication, you still drink water, that type of thing. Um, but tomorrow, I'll definitely probably be on it because tomorrow's a day that I'll probably be up and I'll be good. If I'm feeling good mentally... I find that I don't necessarily listen to Lavender. I may make up my bed. I may go through the morning routine. I may not listen to Lavender. But then on those days, I'm typically more positive as well. So it may not be needed every day. 
Um, and I know some people are saying, oh, do it every day. If it's if you don't need it every day, you don't need it every day. It's like, no, I don't need it every day. Today, I'm not going to do it. So it's fine. Um, now that you have got your morning routine out the way, I'm going to say the, the tips and tricks for me, my mental health, my self-care are as follows. <laughs> uh, first, I have found that limiting social media has drastically improved my mood. It has improved my mental. Um, and I'm going to say that I used to be on Instagram. It's my favorite one. I'm on Instagram, I tell you, two, three hours a day, or used to be two, three hours a day. And I would go back and forth between Instagram and Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. Sometimes I'm on Twitter. Every now and then I'm on Snapchat, not that often. And then TikTok maybe gets 30 minutes a week because it really doesn't get that much time. Um, but I had to limit my social media. Instagram was destroying me mentally. I am single. Um, I am 32. <laughs> and so in my mind, I should be, or I wanted, I wanted to be married, you know. Other than that, I'm, I'm kind of living the dream. <laughs> I own my house, right? I have a job. I'm a mom. I'm a good mom, I guess, by the definition of. Um, and the only thing that I'm really missing is someone to complete me. And so when I will go on Instagram and I look at the search page, and everybody's there with their husbands. And it's just like, I'm looking like, why? I want that too. <laughs> I want to, I want love. <laughs> I want somebody to love me. And what I've told myself on a bunch of occasions is that maybe I'm just not ready for my husband, right? I'm still, still being prepared. So the only thing that I can pray for is that I'm just, the universe is preparing me for the man that was made for me, and they're preparing him for me as well. So, but I did have to live my social media. Now I do about an hour a day. I'm going to tell you right now, living social media was probably the best thing I've ever done. I initially got the idea from my sister. Who limits her social media she does an hour a day of each i do an hour a day of them all once my my timer goes off it'll shut off every social media app on my phone which is fine by me uh because then i'm able to go and do what i wasn't doing before so a lot of you you know may not know however you found me may whether it be through like youtube or instagram or whatever the case may be i do i own a business in addition to being a mom and working a full-time job. So a lot of things that needed to be done business-wise were they were not getting done <laughs> because I was spending a lot of time on Instagram. Um, but now they, they get done, and I make sure that I'm taking care of the very men before I even get on social media um, in the morning or in the afternoon or whatever the case may be. Now, once my time is up, if I have done my list, I don't mind going in and giving myself, I have an iPhone, so I don't mind going in and giving myself 15 more minutes, right? Um, and that's, that's it. So I limit my social media. Another thing that I do is spend time developing myself, and I find this very, very, very important. As a business owner, as a black woman, as a teacher, as a creative uh, it was important that I spent time working on me, right, Adrian. It's important that I work on me, and I can I do that through. I don't read much, but you can do it through self help books. 
I'm normally a podcast or YouTube type of girl. I will podcast and YouTube my life to death. Okay? Um, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I wouldn't say a ton, but I do listen to a lot. Maybe like eight to ten. And then YouTube, I watch a lot of videos on meditation, manifestation, because um, these are things that I do in life. Um, it's important that we're honest with ourselves when there's a trait or there's a person personality that we don't like. It's very important that we work towards fixing that. If there's something that you don't like about yourself, something that you don't want to do, be honest with yourself and then work through that. And so that's how I, I spend time developing myself. Um, it's just important, right? If you want to be a better person, you don't want to be a better person for anybody else. You want to be a better person for you, right? The end. And so when I decided that I was going to be as honest with myself as I am with everybody else, <laughs> then it got to be, even the honesty had to be toned down, still has to be toned down, apparently. Um, I'm the meanest sister of the three of us, depending on who you ask, because that's not my opinion. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> depending on who you ask, I am mean, but I am also very outspoken. Um, and I've been told that I need to apply velvet to my hammer, which I think I've worked on, <laughs> but I have not completely gotten out the way. And that's okay, too. Um, the next thing that I think is very, very important is dedicating time to your hobby or your favorite activities. If you like to go hiking, if you like to um, shoot paintballs or go to the gun range and shoot, do that. If that's setting time in your week, if that is setting time in your day, do it. Okay? I think we work so hard. It's like a lot of us, my first job when I had my son, well, one of the first jobs, I worked 55 hours a week. And that shit was stressful, okay? <laughs> 55 hours a week. I'm taking care of a toddler at this point, And the shit was awful. I hated it, okay? I hated spending so much time at my job. I think I would work from 7.30 or 7.00 to 6.37-ish, so that's 12 hours out of my day. <laughs> I then have to have enough strength to go home and, and cook for a toddler, get a toddler ready for bed, uh, play with a toddler, okay, put, and lay a toddler down. And so I never had time to be me. And when I did, it was normally like a Saturday or Sunday when he was with my mom. Um, and even then... You know, as a as a mom, we are really focused on the errands that couldn't get done because I am chasing a toddler around all day. So grocery shopping, dishes, because my dishes will pile up. My family knows my dishes will pile up. I hate cleaning, but I would clean during that time as well. And so I never had time to dedicate to myself. And I realized that, um, I realized now that I was in survivor mode. I've spent the last, I'm still in survival mode. Um, it is work to pay the bills, work to do this, work to do that, work, 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 right? Um, and then I've gotten into investing and saving, and so then I'm working or spending a lot of time doing that as well. 
And so it gets very, very, very overwhelming when there are things I love to do. I love to sew. I like reading, um, going on dates, because I am fucking single, going on dates, just spending time with friends, um, anything, right? Those are all things I like to do. And I wasn't, at that time, I wasn't able to do them. Um, and so it was really, it's very, very important that we we carve out an hour a week. You have an hour a week to do. Maybe it's when the kids go to sleep. Okay? Maybe it is in between those two jobs. Um, and I I think I wholeheartedly understand the the well, I don't have time because I do do this and I do that. I get that. But you have to carve out time for something that you like to do. This life is not worth living if we are doing it to serve someone else for real. 24-7. Just not, it's not that important. The next thing is one of my favorite things, and that is making time to socialize. And I'm going to tell you right now, um, I talk to some friends every day. <laughs> There are some friends that I may talk to once a month, and then there are friends that I talk to twice a year, if that, right? And so, but I make time to socialize with those friends that make time to socialize with me, um, which is a certain, it's on like, I got two two groups of friends that really make time to socialize. So we'll meet up, we'll go to the lounge, we'll go to lunch, dinner, even if it's just going to each other's houses, then we make time to do that, right? I have mom friends. I do have a group of friends, single ladies that I hang out with as well. And so we spend a lot of time. I, I do spend time socializing with those individuals, going out, meeting two new people, um, and doing something, right? Make time to socialize. Again, this life is not worth living if we are constantly, if we're unhappy 100% of the time, right? To me, if I'm not happy at least 90%, then there's something I need to change. Whether it's the job, it's my, my outlook, it's whatever. There's, I only give myself 10% of time to be depressed and down about this life right here. Um, and other than that, I'm a holly, I'm a merry-go, happy-go-lucky, sorry. <laughs> I'm a happy-go-lucky young lady, right? But I do make time, make time to socialize with your friends. That way when something happens or shit, you got somebody to go cry to or you got something, right? Therapists are great. But therapists are not going to have a drink with you. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> Maybe they to do. I don't know because I've never gone to drink with my therapist. <laughs> but I, don't, I also don't want that person to be. Sometimes I want that separation between therapists and friends. My friends are not going to tell me the same thing my therapist is, which is okay. That's not their job, right? Now, the next one is uber, uber, uber important to me. And this is what my therapist told me to do, which I, it was an old practice that I used to have that I stopped because I got so busy and now I just don't have time, right? Like everything else in my life. And that was to journal or do some type of self-reflection, some type of assessment. Some type of getting it off your chest. If you need to start start that podcast, just event, do that. If YouTube is the place that you videotape yourself on your iPhone or your, your Samsung or your Android, and then 
post that to YouTube or just keep it on your phone. Do that. Cry about it. Right? Um, there's a new a new trend going on for rage rooms, right? Go do that. Go to a rage room. Break some dishes. Take a bat to a TV. Go to a mountaintop. Scream, yell, curse, cry. Whatever the case may be. You need some type of outlet. And for me, that is journaling. I journal. I don't journal often, maybe once or twice a month. But it really is when I'm feeling the urge or I'm feeling particularly down. Um, and sometimes it's not even when I'm feeling particularly down. Sometimes I just want to get something off my chest. I will journal. Because why not? <laughs> um, I have a, a, a notebook that I keep with a pen. I'll write the date and then I'll just write. I'll write. And I write. Um, because it's that... <laughs> If I can, then the, the whole part to me is going back and then being able to look like, oh, I remember this time. And I remember the experience. And I remember how I got over it. Um, and sometimes me getting over it is going to a therapist. Sometimes me getting over it is talking to myself. Sometimes me getting over it is picking up a book and getting lost for a week. Sometimes that's what it is. Um, but you got to have a journal. It can be a podcast journal. It can be a YouTube journal, a picture journal, whatever the case may be. You need to journal and then self-reflect, right? Everything is not everybody else's fault. And so if you're in a state where you're constantly down or you're constantly not happy, maybe it's you, right? Maybe it's not your homegirl or your boyfriend or girlfriend or the kids, bitch. It might be you, right? And so then we have to figure out if that's the case, we got to go back to spending time developing yourself because then how are you going to get to 90% if you're at 70 and you don't want to be at 70, right? Um, the next one is important. All of them important. Look at me talking about it. the next one is important. <laughs> They're all important in the name of self-care. But the next one is going to be identifying and working to eliminate bad habits. I did talk about my velvet hammer and my velvet hammer just not being um, applied properly. Okay. When the universe is creating me. Uh, I wasn't really in the nice line. I was in the crude line, apparently. And so that's where <laughs> a lot of I come from. I'm very honest, but I'm also very aggressive and very passionate. And so I guess that's why I get the title of me. But I'm going to tell you what. People don't, I don't take no shit. <laughs> and people know I don't take any shit. So that's what's important to me as well. Because I'm not going to get ran over. I'm just not. I will not. <laughs> but I need to find balance, right? And so I've been working to eliminate that bad habit, right? If the, if the bad habit is going to the mall and shopping twice a week and you know you ain't got the money, you need to work to eliminate the bad habit. And I put bad in quotes because we don't always identify them as bad habits. I say all the time, 
the traits that I was that I grew up having, but those things I'm used to relying on, they're not always the best. Right? They're habits and some of them I have held on to I'm 30 for, for decades, right? Two decades. I've been like this, and I used to be one of these I'm never changing type of people. When I was, you know, young, you was stupid as fuck. And that's what she does. She's not gonna change. <laughs> she ain't gonna change for no man, no job, no nothing, right? But but mature me now knows that you gotta modify, you gotta grow. Right? <clears throat> Sorry. And so work towards eliminating bad habits, especially if you see those bad habits are what is maybe keeping you from um, your personal happiness or being in your kids' lives or being that one person that you, you want yourself to present to the world. Whatever the case may be, work towards getting rid of those habits because they're not always great. <laughs> they are not. And so um, I have a couple of bad habits. Some bad habits that I have gotten, I've grown past. Um, and some that I, I just hold on too tightly to. And I'm working towards both of them. <laughs> so it's like uber, uber important that we go back to self-reflecting. Hey. I noticed that I'm shouting a lot. I'm very angry. Why? Right? There may be a bad habit attached to that. Why? I'm noticing that I'm alone. I looked up. My friends don't really invite me anywhere. What What am I doing? Right? To, to be the cause of my misery. Sometimes it's us. Damn it. Sometimes the person that we have to look at is me. <laughs> it's me, right? I'm the reason. And then the last one is be positive, and that's just over anything over all your life. Speaking um, things into existence, the tongue is very powerful. I will share a story later on. <laughs> later on in my podcast life, I will share a story of how I know this to be true. Um, but the tongue is very powerful. Speak positive. And I think that what what really, really gets people in, in being positive is they think it's like a, a 100%, 24 7, 365-day-a-year year, year thing. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, I'm positive for the majority, for the most part. Right, I'm a very I'm a positive person. I try to be, but I have my times certain situations, especially where I can't find the light. It's not there, right? Does it stop me from still doing that thing, or does it stop me from wanting that to be a different have? Does that stop me from wanting to have a different outlook? Sorry, no, it doesn't. But in the moment, right. I may just hold a very negative view or say very negative things. And so it's just the tongue is powerful, and that's all I'm gonna say. I think I'm I'm learning about manifestation now and being positive, speaking positive over my life and the life of others around me. And it goes into my 
my mental, my self-care, all of that is kind of rolled into one. And it's extremely, extremely important um, that we, we be positive. If nobody likes you and you keep saying nobody likes you, guess what? Nobody's going to like you. <laughs> nobody's going to like you. They're not going to fucking be around you. It just is what it is. And it's not them. It is you. It is you. <laughs> um, so that's it. You know, self-care is important. Self-care is the, the pinnacle. I don't know what to say. I don't even know the word I'm looking for. But it is, it is our core. Um, you want a healthy body, you start with your mental. When you start with your mental... Going to the gym is that much easier. When you when you start with your mental, drinking water is that much easier. When you start with your mental, eating a salad or choosing the healthier food is easier. Because we understand that once I my mental is good, I can make better decisions overall. Right? And so that's it. Right? My little seven tips. Was it seven? I don't know how many it was. My little seven tips on um, self-care. You can follow me on Instagram. My personal is The Purple Fashionista. My, well, this podcast is The Purple Factor. <laughs> um, And if you want to check out my YouTube channel, I do have a YouTube channel. Uh, it is the purple fashionista. That's why I do my makeup because that's that's primarily what I like to do. And I also love DIY. I make some shit in a minute. <laughs> I will upcycle some shit in a minute. And so, if that's where you want to meet me or see me, that's fine. However you got here, however you leave, <laughs> stay tuned. I'm excited because this is my first podcast, but it won't be the last podcast. <laughs> Uh, stuff like this, I just like to do. And so when I like to do it, I'm going to do it. But that's it. So, I mean, it's my first podcast. Ain't no, ain't no sponsors. <laughs> ain't nobody to nothing. We just, I just hopped out there. Um, and that's my tip for you today. Just do that shit. If it's the business you want to start, do that shit. You want to start a YouTube channel, do that shit. <laughs> do that shit, okay? But anyway, thank y'all, and I'll see y'all. Oh, well, I don't know if I'll see y'all. I will see y'all. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know how to close a podcast. I should look that up. <laughs> but anyway, bye. Deion Sanders once said, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, they pay you. Now, I'm sure he is definitely referring to sports, but I'm talking about clothes. Okay. Aziri.com dresses the boss in us all. All right. Their motto is, when you look like a boss, you feel like a boss. With their eye-catching colors, patterns, prints, and textures, Aziri helps clients serve style and deals in the boardroom. Shop www.aziri.com, that's www 
www.azyri.com today to dress the boss in you. Use code the Purple Factor and save 10% on your order. I am the Purple Fashionista and this has been the Purple Factor. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you got a lot of information from this week's podcast. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that is at the Purple Factor. If you want to follow me on Instagram to follow my daily life, that is up to you. That is at The Professionista on all social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. The only one that I'm really on is the Instagram. Um, So that is Instagram at The Professionista or at The Purple Factor. This has been amazing. I will see you guys next time.